Hey y'all, welcome back to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. I'm your host, Heather McFadden, and this is the place where I'm going to walk alongside you and connect you with people and resources who remind you, you don't mom alone. In this episode, number 249, I've invited friends Laura Hernandez and Courtney Cleveland to have a little chat in my office about summer strategies. These things might sound obvious and simple, but I think taking yourself on a date at the beginning of the summer, it doesn't need to be more than an hour, but to just give some attention, like take yourself through these questions. And it doesn't even need to be specific. It doesn't need to be a family bucket list and it doesn't need to be a hundred goals. It's just a simple focused looking at your summer and saying, what do I want it to feel like? What do I want it to look like for our family? And you will reap the benefits of it. I just think that we don't take the steps sometimes. We think that we we got it. I understand what you're saying. And I think if you will walk away from this conversation, move through this acronym, you could really enjoy your summer. Whether you have school-aged kids or not, there's something about the summer, the longer days, the warmer temperatures, the slower pace, the less extracurricular activities that cause us to evaluate how we're going to make the most of our time. Whether you work in the home or outside the home, you're thinking, I want to make memories with my kids. I want to take advantage of the time that we have. And if you have little kids, I get it. Your nap times are going to stay the same. Your bedtimes are going to stay the same. You may, though, be investing in some blackout curtains so you can get them to fall asleep when it's still complete daylight at 8 p.m. But otherwise, we are all thinking through how do we do this well? Well, that's why I invited Laura Hernandez of Mama Systems, who helps moms get systems in place in their homes, and Courtney Cleveland, who is the host of All the Best Days, to come on and talk through what's worked for them. They're going to help us think through the acronym ENJOY because that's what we want to do this summer. We don't want to just get by. We want to be intentional. And I'm not about formulas, but this is a great framework that's free form so you can figure out what works best for you, for your family. What has worked in the past? What do you want to make sure happens this summer? And if you decide to use this framework, I think it would be helpful to as you're processing through and planning and reflecting to thank God for the past and to ask him for the future, for direction, to bring people to mind, to bring different ministries to mind and ask him how he wants you to spend your time. I think that would be really fruitful as we're thinking through and being intentional about the summer. And if you're like me and you're trying to figure out a way to involve your kids in household jobs without whining and complaining and how to make a plan to use screen time effectively, we cover all that in the chat as well. And that's why I'm thrilled to share this week's sponsor with you. Jelly Telly knows you want to have a peaceful, fun summer with your kids while also setting healthy boundaries around their screen time. During these long summer days, your kids may feel the tug of the latest YouTube trend, But as a Christian mom, you want to steer them towards shows that reflect your family's faith and values. The problem is mainstream media doesn't share your values, which makes you feel frustrated with your kids' media options and maybe even guilty about what they've been exposed to. At Jelly Telly, they know it's hard raising Christian kids, which is why they've built the best streaming platform reflecting your faith and values. Jelly Telly believes you should be able to trust children's media. How can you end the conflict over what your kids watch? Feel great about what your kids are seeing and help them grow in their faith? Simply sign up for a free Jelly Telly trial 
Watch videos with your kids that reflect your values, like VeggieTales, allegories, what's in the Bible, and so many more. Then feel great about what your kids are watching. Visit JellyTelly.com and try Jelly Telly for a week so you can stop feeling stressed about what your kids watch and rest easier this summer. Head to JellyTelly.com to begin your free trial and start streaming. All right, let's get to my chat with Laura and Courtney. Here we go. Hey, Laura and Courtney, welcome to the Don't Mom Alone podcast. Thanks, Heather. <laughs> Hi. I'm so glad to be here. Well, I'm going to introduce you separately. It's tricky when we have three because people have to get used to your voices. They know mine. But Laura, would you introduce yourself and your family to those who are listening? Yes. My name is Laura Hernandez, and I am the mama of nine kiddos and one more on the way in two months. And yeah. they're all amazing. I've, been, I've given birth to six of them, and three of them are adopted. And then clearly one more in utero is going to be biological. Okay. And how old is the <laughs> oldest? To clarify that. Um, she's 12. Okay. Oh, she just turned 13. 13. I'm so sorry. She is a teenager. Okay. So 13 down to utero. Yes. 10. Some adopted, some biological. And you, like, professionally help moms. Yes. I started a new business called Mama Systems. Mama Systems. Yes. I'm loving it. What do you love about it? Like, what got you into helping moms? One of my friends was talking about, so we have kind of a unique family. Our three adopted little people are also special needs people. So it just brings a whole lot more chaos to our life. In one year, we added four people. We adopted the three of them and then we had a baby and we moved from Seattle down to Dallas. And so it was just kind of a crazy, along with all the adoption foster care process and all of that and everything that looked like it, it was just really crazy. And so I had to very quickly figure out how to make our home thrivable and not just surviving because it felt like survival for a really long time. Um, so I come up with these systems and these different ways to just make our day flow better and to make our family flow better. And one of my friends was talking about how they were adding therapy and tutoring and all these doctor's appointments to their schedule. And I'm like, oh, we totally got this. And I like found so much joy in planning her life for a brief moment. I was like, I so she I just brought this. it all to you, like all her places she needed to be in her life. And you brought order to it. Yes. Amazing. And it Amazing. was so fun. I really, really enjoyed it. And I was like, so I sat on it for a while. And then I was like, I really think, Courtney, I could do this. I really think that maybe there's something here. And I've just had so much fun getting to know mamas and just hearing them and the relief that comes from having order brought to their home and peace brought to their home is just a really life-giving thing to me. And so Courtney was your friend before you started this? I know she's a client. (laughs) I am a client. Listen, here's what happened. <laughs> you did grab that I, mic. I did <laughs> grab that grab mic. Because let me tell you something. Courtney, myself, I am here as Laura's hype person, honestly, because I met Laura when her oldest, Amelia, was six months old. So Laura is like our marker. I've been through the ringer with all these kids. And on it, she moved to Seattle the literal day my oldest, who is six and a half, Coco, was born. And I wrote in my journal, I'm having a baby for Laura Hernandez. And she just left me. Okay, because so at felt this a, point, you she felt abandoned. You, you felt abandoned. I felt abandoned. Anyways, she was um, and has just been such an amazing, um, we're peers, but she's been my mentor in so many ways. I don't think I could have survived this. So I have three children. I'm married. And then a six and a half, a four-year-old boy, and a 18-month-old baby. And um, and Laura came back. Laura came back because she's a saint to adopt these children. 
this is what I'm saying, you guys. I know that it might sound overwhelming that Homegirl has 10 babies, but she has a special assignment, assignment on her life that is different than mine. I love my kids and I know that I'm called to be a mom, but she is doing it in a way that it doesn't feel stressful. Like there's time to be my friend. There's time to love on others. There's time to mentor and create systems for other moms and love on all these little people. It's mm-hmm. madness. Courtney loves Lara. I do. And Courtney helped me with my live event last fall. And so we know each other. I see Courtney sharing about her friend, Lara. I'm all about not momming alone. Right? Correct. This is your person. Mm-hmm. So we're bringing... Laura on with all her expertise to help us with the summer. Why do you feel like this is important, Courtney? Why, where do you feel like the stress points are for most moms? Because you're going to represent like the yeah. mom in need. Yeah. No, I think that's... Well, me a, too. I'm right. Right. She's the coach, not me. I think we're excited about summer because there's a more flexibility and it gets to be more relaxed, but it's like the day's feel long it's like lunchtime and we're like oh my gosh like dinner is so far off in the distance like what are we supposed to do and and you're just the exhausting you're trying to start off strong and be intentional about not watching too much tv and but how are you supposed to fill the days they have a hundred questions they won't stop hanging on you i mean it just i don't want it to be a litany of complaints but it's hot yeah it's hot in texas y'all i'm from indiana and summer was fabulous because everyone was out of school when the weather was amazing. It was maybe max 85. So it was a beautiful time of year where there's late nights and it's not hot and you can be outside and you can enjoy just the beauty. In Texas, it's a different story. You're just trying to not die. Not die of heat exhaustion, really. Honestly, like we can't just send them outside no. because it's like your winter. It's 108 degrees. Yeah. So we have that element and and I know for me personally, like I get really pumped up at the beginning of summer and fizzle out real quick. Or I have systems that I might put in place at the beginning and then I kind of lose them. Or I personally, now that my boys are getting older, find the stress of my ideals and what I imagine and them having <laughs> plans and ideals and me imagining, you know, an hour of quiet reading. Right. I mean, it's forced and they hate it and it's like mm-hmm. the battle is worse than the actual ideal that I'm imagining. And then it's just them constantly asking, can I get on a screen? Can I get on a screen? Can I get on a screen? So, Laura, you have a plan for us. Mm-hmm. You're going to help us. Go so jump we're, into we're it. talking about enjoying the summer. Yes. So we, we have an acronym for you. Enjoy. And the first thing that we're going to do is evaluate our previous summers and evaluate what has been stressful, what has brought you life, if that's been being in the car because you're driving your kids to camp all day long to five different camps and that's drained you. We're going to evaluate that and write it down, take note of all these things. So they should ask themselves questions like, what was draining? What was life giving? Yes. What did, do you ask your kids, like, what do they remember from the summer or do you not at this point? Is this just your well, own they personal? Normally, I feel like... Maybe my children are different, but they talk about the things that they loved about the summer and they talk about the upcoming summer. Like we normally go to family camp and so they talk about family camp all year long. And so it's no surprise to me that that's what they enjoy and then that's what brings them life. But I can imagine like one thing I love is to go to the blueberry field, you pick it place. Sure. I don't know that they do. And so do I need to ask them or do I trump 
and the evaluation process, like I still love going, so we're going. Well, I think at this stage, right, it's this is a group of like, there's no wrong answers. Let's all sit down. It could be a good dinner time conversation where you're like asking everybody, what did you enjoy last summer? What did you not enjoy? And then you can write your list and compare. Is that right? So it's just everyone's just chiming in or yes. you're kind of remembering what they like. We're just putting it all on the table. But I also think that your evaluation trumps all of their evaluations of. Okay. So your kid might have enjoyed going to camp every day of the summer to different camps and different things. And but it was horrible for you because you were not only taking that kid, but you were taking other kids to different camps. And so you really spent all the summer in the car. And so I feel like that by all means trumps whatever your kids want because you're the mom and you kind of set the mood for the whole family. I think your evaluation of the summer is the most important and what you want to happen. Good. So that's E. So that's E. So our N is we're going to take notes. We're going to write these things down, which may seem a little silly, but we're going to note the things that we want to do, the things that we need to do, and the things that are already on the calendar. Like if you've had family camp on the calendar for the past year or a surgery or something like that on the calendar, like just make note of all those things. Set up your calendar with the needs first. Yes. Needs first. And then- even things that I know I've talked to a lot of moms that know that they need to get their kid tested for something or need to take them to the doctor for something because they're concerned about something, but because of school, it just hasn't happened. And they even may push it off for another year or two and not make it happen, not make it a priority, but just noting that and moving that up to the need category. And then also noting like, Hey, what things do I want to instill in my children? What things am I okay with? Am I okay with them watching five hours of TV a day or am I Like, am I going to give myself permission to run around and muck in the neighborhood? Like, just taking note of the things that you're okay with and that you're not okay with. And your values, kind of bringing your values to the table. Yes. And so, like, one of the things I'm really wanting to teach my children is hospitality and serving other people. And so, hey, we're going to have people over for dinner this summer. Let's write down the people that we'd want. Who do we want to make a priority this summer and who do we want to pour into? And then also serving. I feel like this is such a great time to go take your kids serving. And I know that it can be very, I've struggled a lot with bringing my people serving because there's so many of them. <laughs> like are and we helping? such a wide range that it doesn't feel like we're helping at all, right? It yeah. feels like we just added a whole lot more work to your system here. But taking note of that and realizing, okay, well, maybe I could take these three, find childcare for some others or whatever. Or it's like a one-on-one date with one kid. Yes. Yeah. To go take them serving. Try to figure out like what, what is our family passionate about? What do we care about? Like, we love veterans. Like, it's kind of a problem how much I love veterans. I think they think I'm freaky when I meet them because I'm like, oh, I love you so much. Thank you so much for serving. <laughs> so I'm like, I would love this summer to take my kids to the VA and just serve them. And I don't even know what that looks like, but just making note of that so that I can research that later and figure out what we're going to do with that information at a later point. Yeah. With that interest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So that's N. Any thoughts there, Courtney, about N? Noting? Do you have any well, special I think it's notes? just like a, a giant brain dump, I think, is what you're saying. Because this doesn't necessarily mean, I think what's helpful have to about do this, it. you don't have to do all these things. It's just like, oh, gosh, this is what's been building up in my brain. And this is maybe my dreams for the summer. And then I get to kind of like at this next point. Yeah, we're jotting it all down. Like jo- the, J. the J is jotting. So we're going to sit with our kids and say, OK, who do you want to have over the summer? Who do you want to have as a play date? Like, what are the top things that you want to do or whatever, getting everybody's input and writing them all down. And then so that later you can come in and stare at all that information and bring order into it. Mm. So the O is ordering and how we're going to order our day and our week and our summer. So like what that looks like for us is that we have jobs for my kids, a lot of jobs for my kids so that 
everything's divvied out. So I'm one of the things I'm taking note of and jotting down is the things that feel overwhelming or feel like chaos in our home. And so like the pool toys everywhere and the towels and the swimsuits and all of that all over the back porch drive me crazy. And so I need somebody to go out there every day and pick up the towels and somebody to be responsible for the towels or whatever that is. And so we have a, a morning alarm that goes off at nine. And okay, talk about this because you told me this a little bit beforehand. I think this is the most genius thing. Well, good. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm in my third trimester of pregnancy. So I am exhausted and I need to sleep. And so I feel very okay with letting my children wander out when they, they wander out of their rooms, of their rooms and waking up and having them watch TV until nine o'clock. That's kind of the I'm like, yeah, nine o'clock sounds good. Any more than that might sound a little <laughs> I feel like that might be pushing the envelope on the screen time. So we have Alexa go off at 9am and says, Okay, turn off the TV, get your day started start your morning jobs. And we already have all these expectations written you, down. You've that, already decided when Alexa goes off at 9am. They know what their morning jobs are. And you've so already divvied it up. Like, yes, Bob gets this job. Yes. Jane gets this job. Their kids are not Bob and Jane. By I the know way. it's this just is so funny because the kids want to name this 10th baby Bob. I can't believe you said that. We're all calling this baby different things. <laughs> I'm calling it Henry. It's a prophetic yeah. My Bob. husband's calling Jose. Okay, so when Bob comes, <laughs> yeah. he's got his job. <laughs> so everyone knows ahead of time, did they get to pick their jobs? Oh, no. You assigned. Yes. Kind of like Jesus assigns exactly. us. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So I kind you, of feel like the captain of a ship a lot of times or like an, a maestro. A maestro is up yeah. right How do you, how do you keep down? I feel like I am attempting to captain my ship and I'm constantly, mm-hmm. it's mutiny on the bounty. Like, I don't know if it's boys or just my personality is not i get so emotional like yeah. why well, are you like, so mean you're just so mean to me <laughs> right, right. and then they know they've got me uh-huh. because they've my feelings are just right here all the time mm-hmm. so i struggle with being the captain like i have this idea and i have the plan and then implementing it it just hits a wall of what is the word i'm looking for dissension mm-hmm. and they all get on the same boat we're sticking with this analogy yeah, like and that. they're gonna say no we're not doing that this is what happens yeah so i feel like a big part of this is sitting down with your kids and setting expectations so after you come up with a plan the jotting yes and you've talked to them but don't let them think for a minute that you're doing everything that that they say that they want to do or need to do or everybody that they want to have over have a play date with they don't get to say yeah i want to know what you want but at the same time i'm coming up with a plan (laughs) you don't get to say in that and then setting those expectations on it. Okay, guys, on a daily basis, this is what's going to happen this summer. And just having a big powwow of like, these are the things we're going to do in the morning. These are your jobs. These are your jobs. Delegating them out. So these are the expectations. If you don't do them, then there will be a consequence in place. And what's a consequence? Well, for us, that looks like a another job. So if a, okay. I come across that a kid has not fed the chickens or... I mean, she has chickens. Uh, do. Okay. And a miniature pony. All right. Okay. Well, we're not miniature. comparing people. This no. is her assignment. Our chicks died last week because max did not water them i was out of town and he didn't water them so i'm like the consequence they died it's death <laughs> i don't have these kinds of consequences like in place yeah. exactly the consequences you get the snapping turtle in your bed tonight <laughs> that's right no because the cats weren't fed yeah. uh-huh. okay so okay so there's natural consequences of yes. death and then there's consequences of you get another job yes so the, like clearly a bigger consequence for the dead chicks because i was just so that's yeah, that's my favorite little chick that had the Aww. cute wings. Oh, anyway, winged. he got a bigger consequence for that. He had to clean up the whole chicken coop. Okay. But normally it's like, okay, you have to do now do your job and do another job. And do they complain and, at that point? I feel like mine would then 
there'd be I mean are my children just the only ones who then no well I feel like that's the expectation piece of it and being consistent with it because I feel like if you just yeah. willy-nilly, willy-nilly it, which is, then they're is not gonna us. we're yeah. willy-nillyers okay let me tell you what I've learned Okay. It changed my life when I was sitting at Laura's. We're just chit-chatting on the couch. And all of a sudden at five o'clock, this alarm goes off. And I legit watched everyone hop too. I honest to God, I stood up and I go, what is happening here? (laughs) What have you done? And how are you such a good mom? Honest. I went home and I wrote on a sheet of paper in the hallway at five o'clock. These are your jobs. Then we eat dinner. Then these are your bedtime jobs. My kids, I don't know, found like it was as if they were like, we just didn't know what we were supposed to be doing. Yes. And it, and it, there's four jobs underneath the five o'clock jobs. So I can say, hey, you haven't done all your five o'clock jobs. Then you can come sit down. And then also, have you done all your bedtime jobs? And they just are, it's like this check, 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 right? And then when they haven't done those things, anything else they ask me to do, the answer is no. Mm. You want a popsicle? No. You you have not done what is expected of you of this home. You want to watch a show? The answer is no. It's easy. It's just simple. And then you can do a reward system or things when they have a great day doing all their little jobs, right? Or what? You can implement a reward system, I think, that can work well with older kids and such. Yeah, like but it's it. been really empowering to be like, the answer is no. When you don't do your job, I can't do mine. It just feels really good. I, I'm hoping if you're listening, you are not intimidated or discouraged. Mm. You are more inspired and equipped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That is our heart. This is our heart. Our heart goal, because Courtney and I share a lot of personality traits, mm-hmm. being Enneagram 4s, and we admire the Lauras yes. who think so clearly mm-hmm. and so, un- like, I feel like you're just, like, setting this the expectation you just set the expectation that sounds really dreamy to me just set the expectation yeah because i want to talk about like your how do you feel about how you're feeling you don't want to do the dishwasher. If that makes you unhappy then i'm sad I that yeah, i made you right. unhappy let's sit down that's and done let's right. snuggle yeah. okay no so okay so we really need you to get to the why because i think we really have a problem <laughs> with that Lord. <laughs> we well i think problem. oh can i say one more thing to that i think that also it's so important that even if your kids are fighting it they need that like they not only need to be trained in these areas and have responsibilities. I mean, I feel like that's such a lacking thing in our culture of kids having responsibilities and have this entitlement issue. And just hearing people talk about depression and how like bringing down depression, you need a reason to wake up. You need to feel like you're a part of the team. And you need, so even if they're complaining, they need that yes. like more than anything. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I say that all the time to my kids. I'm like, I can't do my job until you do yours, until you come and load the dishes. I can't do anything with the dishes in the sink because you haven't done your job yet. Like, so we all rely on each other for different things. So you specifically, your top rack of dishes needs to be done so that we can all function. It's good. Teamwork. <laughs> They're part of something. That's really important. That's good. It I is like the team it. mentality. So the why is you. You. Oh, we got to take care of you. And we can't so, put you first because it wouldn't spell enjoy. Exactly. <laughs> but just, it, this is a group it's mentality a of enjoying. Yeah. yeah. It's a priority. It okay, is such a priority. So tell me you. So how does that fit into our planning of the summer? So I feel like so. even in the day, like when we're creating the flow of our day, the, creating the flow of our week, um, we need to keep that in mind. If like we need to take care of ourselves or otherwise we're nothing to our children. Like we just can't serve them. We can't love them. So we've... <laughs> gotta make sure we're that because courtney's pumping like she's in a <laughs> arsenio hall guys i'm trying uh, to stop yelling in the microphone okay. but come on with that word Lord. 
Yeah. So for me on a daily basis, that looks like I need my cup of coffee and I need that quiet time. So even if that means your kids are still watching TV for a minute, like that's so even if I feel the like there needs to be so is, much grace if in the that. Nine o'clock has gone off and you're waking up. You have your coffee while they're doing their jobs. Yes. Okay. And that quiet is important okay. and making them go away. And so there's a daily, a weekly. Yes. Weekly, like weekly date night or weekly girls time. Weekly, like Mother's Day trade off time. What does like that look I, like? Like if I were to bring my kids. Well, for me, it looks like a babysitter because I don't bring my children to anybody's house because it feel like it might overwhelm them a little much because um, it's a lot of people. Not, not Courtney. Courtney. She can handle nine. She could handle them. Ten, maybe. Yeah. I, don't I feel know. like my kids are really sweet and well-behaved and really great. And servants and they're want really, to help. They're really great. You're leaving out the caveat that for Laura's nine o'clock coffee, her 13-year-old makes it and brings it to her. Okay. Well, she doesn't bring it to me. She just makes it the night before and sets the alarm so that it's ready. Like, And that's a way that I'm taking care of myself. It's like, you have the most important job in this house. You, I tell her that every day. I'm oh like, my this goodness, that's is so it. good because Bruce makes our coffee, but we could assign that. Yes, Someone could, could totally do that. It's not hard to make coffee. Okay. There's so many things you could divvy out. And that's part of you taking care of you, too, is getting some of those menial tasks off your plate, like laundry and things like that, that you don't have to be running yourself ragged. So a mom's switch off day would look like I one week on Friday, bring my kids to her house. The next week she brings her kids to my house. I watch them for the day and she can go do whatever she wants. She can go get a massage or go home, go to sleep, like whatever that Mm -hmm. looks like for her getting life. It's good. So and then like bigger things. No other you things. What are some life-giving things that y'all plan into your summers? Mm. Book clubs, a podcast club, summer of mentorship. Yes. What? <laughs> Don't mom alone. Don't mom alone. Yeah, I think that's part of just the evaluating, noting, and jotting of what are my dreams for myself this summer. You know, like I would love to get a fiction book read. I want to have puzzle time. I want to, these are like pipe dreams, right? But like, I'm only saying puzzle time because I'm currently in the middle of a beautiful puzzle. <laughs> you saw my puzzle on the table. And I saw your puzzle. But just that's what this time is. And I guess what I want to say that is an addendum to the you thing is that these things might sound obvious and simple, but I think taking yourself on a date at the beginning of the summer, it doesn't need to be more than an hour, but to just give some attention, like take yourself through these questions And it doesn't even need to be specific. It doesn't need to be a family bucket list. And it doesn't need to be a hundred goals. It's just a simple, focused looking at your summer and saying, what do I want it to feel like? What do I want it to look like for our family? And you will reap the benefits of it. I just think that we don't take the steps sometimes. We think that we, we got it. I understand what you're saying. And I think if you will walk away from this conversation move through this acronym, you could really enjoy your summer. Yeah, I think it's so important to have a plan because you can be flexible with your plan. And I highly recommend that because I feel like we can make plans all day long and then not come to fruition. But you hands down will get to the end of the summer. And so like, I didn't do anything I wanted to do. Like I wanted to 100%. learn about the Enneagram and learn what number I am and <laughs> right. educate myself on that. And I didn't do that at all. But if because I didn't have a plan, I didn't make that a priority in my week or my day or whatever that is. So so I'm going to recap the letters because I think I left one out. I think I spelled it in Jai. That's fine. So E, evaluate, N, note, and J, jot. O is what we didn't really spend a lot of time order. on. Order. Order. We did a little bit. And so it's ordering your day, ordering oh, okay. your week. Okay. 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 And then Y, U, is you. Y, is you. Not the letter U. Y, O, U, E. That's amazing. 
So we're going to take some time to do that. Maybe discuss with our kids if they're in the age bracket that they can. Mm -hmm. What you mentioned bucket list. Do you feel like that's still, I mean, if you're like, I have always wanted, for me, I have always wanted to take my kids to that drive-in movie that's 45 minutes south of here, but they've never been the ages where that made sense because bedtime and Mm -hmm. by the time it's dark. And I mean, I think you're getting home at midnight if Mm -hmm. you really did Mm -hmm. that. But this might be our year. Mm -hmm. So I want to look at the schedule and pick out the times because we are full of camps and if I put all those in my calendar, there's very few weeks that we're all here. Yes. One thing that I like is instead of making this ginormous 50 list thing of things to do. Yes. It's like what's, I mean, you basically get June and July, August, you might have a couple weeks at the top end. And so I personally think taking this aerial view and making a flow for your week and then for your month and saying, let's make sure that we hit the drive-in in in June. And in July, what's one fun thing we can do? I heard a friend say that with the bucket list, her kids kept waking up going, what are all the fun things that I get to do today? What do I get to check off of my list? Instead of this is fun things to, we're trying to be intentional about our family time. And what I love about Laura is that it's, what friends do we want to serve, have over for dinner, you know. Making memories too. Yes. It's not just about, that are about other people. It's not about paying a lot of money for a lot of entertainment and treats. Oh, no. That's what I hear. Oh, no. <laughs> You're like, I mean, <laughs> with nine or ten kids, um, you just automatically you like, can't. I would love to send them to camp every day of the summer and have somebody like whisk them off and take them away so I could redo our whole house or whatever that is. But, but at the same time, yeah. It's not going to happen. They're not going to any camps this summer and they're going to live. They're going to be okay. And they're going to have good memories of yes. summer. Uh, something came to my head. Oh, can we talk through screens? So you mentioned the nine o'clock alarm. Yes. We in the past have had like for you get an hour of quiet, then you get an hour of screen. But what do you think about that? Can we evaluate? Well, I think that needs to just be, I mean, clearly every family is different and some people don't do screens at all and some are, they're on screens all the time. So for, we do the cutoff at nine and then... After that, they're supposed to do their jobs, but then they have math that they do on the computer. So my ideal would be that they do their hour of math because we homeschool. And so I just the math feel like continues. math is the thing that, that all of a sudden they forget how to add whenever we start school in the fall. And I'm just in shock of how little they know about math in the fall because they took a month off or two months off. Um, so I really want them to do keep up on math. So math is on the computer. And then we used to have it be like, if you do that, then you can have your screen time. Or we free time. And I, this past week, we've been like, okay, we're just cutting out free time altogether. That's not even a thing anymore. We just stopped doing that because everybody wants to be on free time all the time. So. And, and I struggle with it becomes this idol. Mm-hmm. Like the whole day is mm-hmm. centered around when is the screen time. Yes. So we have our kids earning screen time, which means that they're asking for jobs and doing things. <laughs> I have one that might really concern that he might be addicted to screens <laughs> and his love of Xbox and so he'll work and he'll do hard manual labor all day long so that he can get 30 minutes of Xbox. But I feel like that's worth it to me. Like, I'm like, I'm okay with you doing 30 minutes of Xbox because you've been working your tail off all day helping me. So you just this like, he'll this. say, How can I earn 30 minutes of Xbox? And you come up with a job in that moment. Well, he knows we have like a whole ticket system. So he has. <laughs> I need to know about um, this. Tell me about the ticket system. Well, we've evaluated what things that they would want to earn. Things that they're asking for all the time anyway, like sodas and sweets and candy and all that. But I'm like, no, this is not, this, 
we're not at Disneyland all the time here, people. Mm -hmm. Um, So they have to earn those things. So instead of just going and buying them a toy or whatever, I'm like, well, you could earn that. So it's basically like they're earning money and then they pay for time on things or doing things right. That they're not entitled to it. Right. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Not okay with that. Yeah, we'll just nip that in the bud. So screens are four tickets for like 30 minutes of screens. They can either stay up late and watch a show or they can do 30 minutes of Xbox or play a computer game. So they're really into hill climb racing right now. And that's all they want to do is play hill climb racing on the computer. And I'm like, well, do you have tickets to turn in for that? Because we're not doing free time anymore. You got to you gotta work for that. So they were like, what can I do? What jobs can I do? So do you just have like a running list of jobs hanging somewhere? Or you just no, keep it in your I've, head? Well, it's just kind of looking around the house. So if I were looking, if, if I were just looking around and be like, okay, well, the playroom needs to be picked up. So go do that and vacuum it, make it look housekeeper ready. And then you'll get a ticket for that. A lot of times I will, like if I'm outside and there's like a ton of things, I'm like, no, no, no. Like I need to, those are ticket jobs waiting for somebody to do. And sometimes I'll come in and say, okay, who wants a ticket job? And inevitably somebody will be like, oh, me, me. And they'll want to hop to and go work. That seems so positive. It is, you know, I feel like. You have to do a job versus who wants a ticket job? You get to do a job. It's it's kind of the magical. That's when I feel like I've like figured out the secret to parenting is this little key right here is. When I'm looking around, I'm like, our house is clean and kids are begging for jobs to do. And I'm like, I, don't, I have nothing else for you to do. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You're going to have to give me a minute. You're going to draw. You're going to walk down <laughs> 75 <laughs> and you're going to go to the McFadden's and help her with her book situation. Yeah. That is out of control. <laughs> you totally have somebody alphabetize those and yes. oh my put goodness. them all in a box. Or, oh, we could do it by color. Yeah, oh, that would be pretty. Oh, man. We need to create a book that has the jobs or a PDF. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, someone needs Ooh. a printable of some sort. There we sort. go. The ticket system. I don't know. I'm seeing it all laid out. This is part of Mama Systems. You can email Laura and she will customize and individualize you and your home as a mom. And that's what's great about her mentorship, I think, is that you get to vomit on her and she gets to clean up your mess. Bring you like that analogy? Vomit. <laughs> vomit and clean up. Okay, but since you're talking... Courtney, if if you love the sound of her voice, which I do, um, has her own podcast and is addicted to road trips. Some of you are road tripping this summer and maybe you want a few tips. And so a PS, check out Courtney's podcast, All the Good Days. All, all the, the best, best days, days. <laughs> not just good. All the best days. All the best days. Uh, every episode is focused on a different city and what you would do in that city in yes. one day if you could go to the best coffee shop right lunch dinner a quick trip itinerary it's amazing so you're traveling with your young kids what are some tips of traveling with young kids mm. i mean i think it's this acronym is really helpful to every time michael and i get back from a trip or kind of on the drive home we are asking each other what worked what would we have done differently how would we have handled that fiasco you know how can we prepare better and I think something I've learned over my hundreds of road trips is just that I pack this ginormous bag of toys and in the end it's just creating this giant mess they really don't need a big pile of things to do and people have lots of tricks about little goodie bags to have them unwrap the dollar store and you wrap right every hour you hand them a different dollar store toy to unwrap i feel like that goes with the entitled like they're entitled to another toy. yeah that's not my jam i definitely think it's a fun strategy and i think you'll try it once 
because you're trying to survive. You're trying to figure out. And that's what I mean. You get back from that road trip and you say, hey, did these dollar store treat bags work? No. I have dumped them at every gas station stop. It's created trash. And they're just mad that I don't have another present. And that I have zero bandwidth for. I have found that it's like a date in the front of the car. Lean into the movie. Lean into coloring yes. and reading. Just embrace it and try. We try just Maybe not. The kids watching a movie. Yes, like you them get them being occupied. Yes, allows hours of date time with your spouse. I am walking in total freedom, and I have to tell you, I have fought this. You guys, I cannot tell you the thousands of miles that we have driven and the fact that Michael and I now get to enjoy podcasts, enjoy talking, take turns working on a project and Michael's in school. He likes to work on his papers, like whatever we get to, or we'll, I'll be like, Hey, let's dream about the fall. You know, it's just really concentrated time. And maybe your spouse doesn't like to talk, but you get to binge a podcast or read your book. I just, Walking in that freedom and letting them watch their shows, handing them some activities, I definitely think, but just keeping it to a minimum. Uh, We also have a really tight um, three-hour stretch. I look at our drives in um, three-hour blocks. So if you have a 12-hour drive, that's only four three-hour blocks that you're getting to trade, and then that's a big stop where you get to play or run around for 30 or 45 minutes. And so that's really made our road trips tangible. The other thing I wanted to suggest is I like to color a schedule. And so it's just like taped on the back of the seat. They just kind of get to see the way the day is going to go. Is it a map of the route or is it like an hourly? What's the It can be. It can just be like depending on their ages. I would draw like a a, a giant snack thing and be like, we're going to go snack time. We're going to color and we're going to watch a movie. Kind of like a one, two, three flow. It just gives them something to look at and also like say, like, these are, we're going to stop here. I don't know what your road trip's going to look like, but you get to make a cute little schedule that they get to look at. And when they have questions, you'd be like, hey, and you get to, they can check it off. They get to scratch it off. I find they really enjoy knowing what's going to happen today versus we're in the car all day and y'all need to lock it up and shut your mouth. And when they say, are we there yet? Yeah. And you're like, not even close. That they literally say that the second we get on the interstate. Michael and I are like, yep, almost there. 12 hours away. We just say that the whole day. <laughs> almost there. A little bit closer. Yeah. So I don't know. I could go on and on. You have you have cute duffel bags that I've considered purchasing because the foreign me is like, well, that's the key. Honestly. If I just had the duffel bags. If we look cute, <laughs> we can have a great trip. You know what? I love the duffel bag. I got to tell you because I it's a giant packing cube. Everybody has their own packing cube. So it's just a pile of them. You can put them on like backpacks. I just used to put everything in one giant suitcase, roll it all around. I love knowing everybody has a color. And then our new fun thing is, because I like to know, I like to have a really specific um, souvenir that we're looking for. And we don't, we're not getting anything else. We get to go in gift shops and you find the patch you want for your bag. The patch. That's your treat. And we're out of here. That's it. So they get something. It's building a memory. It's kind of like Christmas ornaments. We've always done a Christmas ornament. I'm moving to patches. Patches. Yeah. And that we'll link to the bags. Sure. So Walker goods. When one of your trips, you know, you would do the laundry. Yes. And use the bag to organize it all. Like, yeah. So I kind of have a whole, we call our travels the fun bag, the summer fun bag. 
because we're really um, unorganized. That might not work for you. I can totally appreciate <laughs> that stresses you out. But Michael and I, like, we have an overall flow and an overall vision, but we kind of just, we never know where the road's going to take us. So the fun bag is we don't know what's in the fun bag for the trip, but also we travel with a bag system. So I have a giant that lands in laundry tote bag and then I have everybody has duffel bag so then I can hit the laundromat or if you're at your parents whatever um you do laundry and then you're just folding and putting everybody's bag in in their bag you guys it is and so I have my toy bag my laundry bag the duffel bags the food bag so it's just this is why I can't fly I don't have time for that I need all my bags in the back of my car (laughs) it's so great you have any tips for travel no I just want to say one more thing to the screen thing. I remember we were talking on Voxer, me and some of my girlfriends, and they were going on a long road trip. And I said, oh, the only way you're going to survive that is if, you know, those DVD players back there. And everybody else chimes in. They're like, my kids never watch movies or we always just do books and we never have screens. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I'm the worst mother ever. Mm-hmm. Like I had to really struggle with that feeling of like the guilt of like, no, because I want them to just be quiet. There's too many people back there to be fighting and they're really close together. Yeah. And I enjoy my audible. I feel like that's the only time I have to read is when we're on a long stretch and I get to listen audible. And I had to come to the conclusion of I'm not wrong. They're not wrong. It's just different. And that's okay. And I feel like that was really big. It sounds so simple, but there's nothing bad about letting your kids. You're not doing that every day of your life. You're not doing 12 hours in the car every day of your life. They watch screens for that long. They're not going to die. They're going to be okay. Mm-hmm. And we don't have we don't do screens like going around the city or anything. So we just have the, like the DVD players that get to come out for the trip. It's only yes for the drive. And they think and that, that it's the best. Sense. It and they're quiet the whole time because yes, the rest of the trip which, we are not watching shows. Not when we're in the yeah, hotel. No. Not when we are going out for your little day trip or whatever that no, is. Yeah. Uh-uh. And that yeah, it's just family time for camping or wherever you are. I mean. We're all slumber partying together anyway, so you might as well. And we don't really have bad times on trips either. So, guys, I don't know what to tell you. It's just walk in freedom. Yes, walk. be free. Well, and you have to set the expectation that this isn't a vacation. This is a family experience, a shared experience. Mm. We're making memories together. This isn't you and your husband at an all inclusive, which I just did, and it's heaven. But that's not what this is. Yeah. So set your expectations. You will be doing laundry. You will be. But if they're super trained, like Laura's got us on the train, we're going to train these kids to be servants and helpers. Then you aren't responsible for all the things, but you're going to be doing stuff. You're going to be mothering on the road. It's not going to be simple. They may not sleep as well nap times are going to get a mess. I mean, you have to be flexible with that and recognize you're making memories and that matters more than it being perfect and easy and you getting like super breaks. Yes, Laura. I have something very important to share. This may sound extremely cheesy because it is extremely cheesy. When this came from one time we were going to go do a little day trip to the Lavender Festival up in Seattle area. Oh, Seattle. I was like, darn it. It's not near here. Mm -mm. Okay, Seattle. And I'm thinking a lavender fest. I mean, nothing sounds more peaceful than that, right? So I'm like, we're just going to go over there for the day, whatever. So on the maps, this is it's two hours away. I'm totally can do that. So we all pile in the car, put it in, and it comes up as like eight hours is our crap. I don't know. (laughs) We have no idea. We just moved to Washington. I have no idea about who would have thought you have to like time in ferries and like take ferries places and then wait for the ferry. And so we spent all day in the car trying to get to this lavender festival that we didn't get to till like five or six o'clock at night that was supposed to be two hours away and so we in that moment we just kind of took that and we're like you know what 
we're just enjoying the ride because who knows what's going to happen. And so we call it in our family because we kept talking about our panties getting into a wad, but we thought panties is kind of a, <laughs> you don't panties. really want to be saying that with your, ch- I don't know. Um, and so we call it packing our flexible pants. And we're like, everybody needs to have their flexible pants on Love because it. we don't know what's going to happen. And we don't like we were, our family was supposed to be in Destin this week and our two-year-old broke his femur. And so we couldn't go to Destin. And then, so I feel like just so many things have happened this summer. We've had so many plans that have already been not spoiled, but just rearranged. We and we're going to, figure out what's in it like what clearly the lord wants me to learn something here i don't know what it is but and um, you didn't mention that you're allergic to the epoxy on your son's no. cast what kind like, of miserable pregnant mm. allergic hot, hot right now i need to turn the fan on for you um <laughs> no i think this is all really helpful i think the key always when you listen to these shows is exactly what laura and courtney said think of what is life-giving to your family come up with a system so that you can make the most of the time that you're given. What is it? There's a book called 18 Summers. I don't know. Oh, my gosh. I mean, it's a little bit like a perspective shift. Is it is like that a you, memoir of their trips? No, you have to recognize that you only, oh, you only get that many. <laughs> Heather. <laughs> That's it. That's it. I'm on 14 with my one son. I can't. Huh. I'm about to cry. He is going to get a job. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. In high school. Yeah. This happens. Yeah. And so we got to soak them up. We only get so many. Just. Yes. Don't. I know it's hard. I get that it's long and they whine and they complain and you feel like a cruise director and Mm. you. But it's so short. Mm -hmm. I Mm. know everyone says that the days are long. The years are short. But receive that. Receive the fact that you get to be intentional. Mm -hmm. You get to sorted out i was looking back at pictures from last summer and i thought i need to put these in a photo album because we had a great summer yeah i want to celebrate the memories we made the things we did do i mean they look our kids look completely different than they did Mm -hmm. a year ago so it's a blip Mm -hmm. so enjoy the blip be intentional take lara's advice take courtney's advice and celebrate that you get to Okay. Thank you all for being on here. Oh, my goodness. Thank Thank you you for having us. Oh, and I will link to all their things, Mama Systems, and all the best days. And have a great summer. Enjoy it. Enjoy. Okay. I hope that the ENJOY acronym brings you life and you can apply it to your family. And I know we talked about that ticketing system. That's what Laura does. Do not feel burdens about that. We're going to release all any burdens that you feel This is freedom to listen to God for your family and to evaluate what makes your family thrive. Speaking of, one tip that my virtual assistant mentioned after she listened to this episode, during the summer, she takes a social media Sabbath. That way, she can keep her eyes fixed on her family and what God wants for them instead of comparing and contrasting with what everyone else is doing. There is going to be so much joy when you do that. Also in the show notes, I have found a couple other resources. Uh, My friend Jess Connolly, she has a Summer to Thrive resource out. Uh, There's also this motherhood um, summer school that I will link to to make the most out of this summer if you want to. And, you know, my little tip, get on Amazon, go to Target, go to Walmart, get the cheapest inflatable or just plastic baby pool. If you have kids under the age of three, 
and you just fill that up with just a couple inches of water. You're sitting right there, get some bath toys, and they're going to have a great time post-nap. You can even give them a popsicle in that little baby tub. Uh, You don't even have to worry about tickets when they're that age. It's great. Enjoy your summer, guys. I'm going to pray over us so that we can keep our eyes fixed. Lord, I thank you that we even have the ability to process how to spend our summers. I know that a lot of moms listening have the freedom to think through these things. And I know some moms, it's not a choice. And so I want us all to have gratitude for what you have given us and the choices that you've given us. I also want you, Holy Spirit, to guide each mom to think through what you are directing her to instead of looking around and thinking that she has to do something that is not in your plans for her. I pray that you would free her from any judgment that she has for the plans other moms have been directed to do. I pray, Lord, that you would fill us all with the joy in the present moment that things don't have to be complicated, flashy, entertaining to be good. I pray that you would direct us to people who are needing your love, God, this summer. And in the time, the extra time that we have, that we use that for your glory and whatever you're putting in our path. I pray for the mom who is in a hard place today as she's listening. She's really struggling financially, emotionally, whatever pain she is feeling, that you would be her comfort, that you would be her hope, that whatever darkness she has, that she can see that light is ahead and that you are with her in the waiting. I thank you, Lord, for each person that's listening I thank you for them trusting me with their time. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, I've been getting good feedback that you all are getting the emails and you're loving the format and you're loving the links that I'm sharing and they're actually landing in your inbox, which is making me so happy because I was worried. So many of you were like, I'm not getting your emails anymore when you switch to Don't Mom Alone, but you're getting them now. If you want to get an email from me every Monday morning, go to Ola Heather. H-O-L-A, Heather.com. Put in your email address and you'll get it from me and you'll stay in the loop on things that are happening at Don't Mom Alone, some of my favorites, and the show and the show notes. So uh, go check that out. Thank you all for, again, sharing with your friends, leaving reviews on iTunes. I had a gal reach out this week and she said, my friend who's not a mom and is not a follower of Jesus shared your show with me. She said, God does amazing things. You never know. You never know who needs um, a little Jesus in their life. You never know what God's going to do, but he uses all of our moments and nothing is wasted. So thank you all for the conversations that you have with each other and how you are sharing the light with one another. I love, love seeing that. Okay. Have a great week. Adios. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Don't Mom Alone podcast. If you're wanting to connect with more people and more resources to help remind you that you're not alone, head over to don'tmomalone.com. That's also where you'll find the show notes with any links mentioned by our guests. Most importantly, I want you to know the good news, the great news that you're not alone because God has promised to always be with you. With faith in Jesus Christ, the one who died for you and rose again, he said when he left, he was going to leave a helper, a comforter to be with us. God in us. Moms, that is superpower. So while you're washing dishes at your kitchen sink, while you're driving to and from work, while you're feeding that baby late into the night, while you're cleaning sticky floors, God promises to be just as present and with you as when you're worshiping in a church pew. 
As it says in Zephaniah 3.17, the Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He takes great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love and he will rejoice over you with singing. Now that's good news. Have a great day.